Listener Production. The Aussie share market has finally ended its losing streak. In fact, its strongest lift in weeks. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. It's Tuesday, the 9th of January. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, everyone. Still feels weird talking to myself here for about 10 minutes, but it's good to be back. At least I'm bringing you much better news. A strong improvement for our share market today as we approach the close. The ASX 200 is up by about 1%. So the Aussie market is bouncing back. It does follow a four-day losing streak, but today's gains at least recoups about half of the declines that we saw over that period. And it gets us just a step closer to the record high that we got so close to cracking last Tuesday, but we're just unable to get there. Today's gains also the best that we've had in about a month. And it really comes courtesy of our friends over in the United States because the S&P 500, which is one of the broadest looks at how the American share market's doing, rose 1.4%. And tech companies in particular really shot the lights out. Now, this week, the key risk for our markets really are inflation. So we're going to get some figures tomorrow on this in Australia and then on Thursday out of the United States. So they're two big things to watch that could kind of dictate which direction we go in in the tail end of this week. And then on Friday, the US earnings season kicks off. So here in Australia, companies tell us how much money they've made and what their sales and profits are like and what their goals are once every six months. Over in the United States, it happens on a quarterly basis. And traditionally what happens is the banks in America kick things off. This is what will happen this week as well. So Friday night, that's when we're going to hear from many of the largest American banks. And then more and more companies will be out with their results all the way through to the early part of February. So important to note. I mentioned this yesterday as well, but regardless what is happening in markets in the early part of Jan, you know, this tends to be kind of a a bit of an unpredictable time for markets. Not much volume or money flowing through markets at the moment. People still in holiday mode, but it does follow this very strong period for markets. So the last nine weeks of of 2023 saw Aussie shares lifting as a group by about 13%. So keep that top of mind as well. Now, locally today, gains almost everywhere. In fact, 10 of the 11 sectors that make up our share market are higher. The only losers as a group have ended up being energy stocks. Now, energy companies like Woodside and Santos fell, and this has a lot to do, pretty much everything to do with the oil price. So oil prices last night fell by about 4%. Now, this has been blamed mainly on one of the major producers of oil, Saudi Arabia, which last night dropped official selling prices for oil exports in February. So they tend to set this a month ahead of time. And this has been taken as a sign of low levels of demand. Maybe they're struggling to get all the supply out of there. So they want to drop prices that they're selling by $2 per barrel, which is a bigger than expected drop, just to, I guess, maintain market share as well. This means that in the span of about three months, oil prices have fallen by about 25%. So that's kind of difficult for many of our energy stocks to to shake that off. Some of the other losers today, insurance companies are a little lower. You know, many of these companies have been dealing with a spike in claims due to bad weather in most of the country, particularly Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, and the ACT since November. So Suncorp in the last week said that it received about 19,000 claims from weather events on the East Coast, and IAG has had about 17,000 claims in December. 
9,000 of those just from the severe storms around Christmas. So share prices in both of those were down. Another loser was Premier Investments. Uh, This is the group behind Smiggle and Peter Alexander, but it's down for a good reason. It is ex-dividend today, which is the cutoff for who's going to get paid the next dividend from the company. So shares are a little weaker. Now, looking at the winners, there's a long list of them, but I've mentioned Premier Investments being down. It was one of the few retail stocks to underperform. We actually have had improvements pretty much everywhere else in that space. So betting company Adairs up roughly 4%. JB Hi-Fi up about 2 Harvey Norman's up around 1.7%. So strong gains. Uh, Two reports today, which were interesting, relating to consumers and retail. So consumer confidence has actually hit its highest levels in about 12 months, according to a survey which was out this morning. Now, generally, you see a bit of a jump in confidence in Jan. People are in a pretty good mood after holidays, I guess. But this was the third largest January jump in the last 15 years. So bigger than expected and bigger than usual uptick. Consumers also think now is a better time to buy a major household item, which would be music to the ears of retailers. And then an update on spending showed that in November, spending rose by about 2% compared to October, so month on month. This was the biggest lift in spending in about two years. Now, this was mainly thanks to Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales in November. So there was a really big lift in how much money we're all spending at department stores, on clothing, on household goods. And many retailers have been bringing forward their promotional activity. So they're starting it earlier than usual and they're keeping the the sales going for longer. And I guess that's probably just to get people through their doors and getting them online as well with the cost of living pressures and all the higher rates and uh, and the like. Now, what's going to be probably more interesting as far as spending goes is what the next report on retail spending shows. So this will be right at the end of the month because we've seen a trend where people are bringing forward their Christmas spending it might not continue into December. There's every chance that spending, you know, is kind of weak and there's been anecdotal evidence uh, from many retailers that kind of that has been the case. So that was some of the data today that was interesting. Uh, Core Lithium, which has had a terrible run recently, it fell about 30% over the past four days, managed to bounce back from most of the session. Now, the reason why it didn't do so well last week was just a continuation in the sell-off because of lithium prices, which have fallen off a cliff, I guess, in, in recent months. Some of the other winners, CBA and BHP, they've really contributed to the gains. Illumina, around 3% higher for most of the day. So Illumina, a producer, I guess, and um, it has a stake in the US-based Alcoa, which is a major aluminium producer as well. So it was in a trading halt this morning, uh, which means that for the first two and a half hours of trade, you couldn't buy or sell shares in the company. And this is quite normal ahead of an important announcement. So Illumina did come out with an announcement saying that from April this year, it's made a decision, or Alcoa has, to basically curtail or to cut back production at a refinery in WA. Now, this refinery has been operating for about 60 years, employs about 800 people. The reason why it's deciding to basically stop production eventually is this business lost about 130 million US dollars, this refinery, in 2023. So, An aging facility was to blame, uh, market conditions, which have been a bit tough, and also cost as well. And alumina is the raw ingredient that's actually smelted into aluminium metal eventually. So that received a bit of attention throughout the course of the session. Now, tech stocks, a tiny portion of our share market, about 2% of our share market, in fact, were the best performers today. So very strong improvements of about 2% if we look at tech as a group. So stocks like accounting software group, zero, 
WiseTech, which makes logistics software, Technology One, Megaport, they all really stood out. Now, that had a negligible impact on our share market, mainly because our tech sector is tiny, as I mentioned. While in the US, they did way better last night because tech stocks account for about a third of the American share market. So when you get stocks like Apple and Microsoft and Google shooting the lights out, that has a huge impact on how some of the major indices do in the US, like the S&P 500, but particularly the NASDAQ, which is more focused on tech stocks. Now, if we look ahead to tonight, a few things to watch, nothing really major. Most of the important stuff is going to come through over the coming days, but tonight we'll get an update on unemployment in Europe. And one of the officials from the US Central Bank that decides what to do with interest rates every every couple of months, they'll be speaking as well. Tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Sydney time, D-Day, business time. This is an update on inflation that will be out for November. So very important. And then later on, on Thursday, that's when we're going to get an update on US inflation. But really, this is a relatively quiet week as far as official stuff that's going to be scheduled in for release. But still plenty there uh, to watch and we'll be here tomorrow to keep you up to date. Have a great evening, everyone. See you then. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.